When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. I still love it. Absolutely still. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. Still love it. Uh, thank you, Alliance, for waking us up proper with that theme song uh, you got going on right there. Uh People are emailing like crazy about like wanting to kill their spouses. I didn't realize this was going to open that door uh, talking about that story out there. But somebody said, remember uh, uh, Robert Fisher? He got away with it. Think of that, though. Robert Fisher blew his whole family up. I remember the press conference when they found out who had done this, who they were looking for. And they're like, this is the most well-trained black ops uh, survivalist that maybe walks the planet. The training is ridiculous, and that I remember that police chief standing up there in the woods and by pace and going, "We're not going to find him." The the odds of us finding him are slim, and the press was like, "Well, what about the truck? He left it here to throw us off. He's gone," and they had accepted it. Like, "We'll look," and he might stumble and screw up, but this dude's gone, and he's still out there. First, like, we know, right? It's like Rambo living in the mines yeah, and first was, blood and everything. I think that's who they compared him to. I think they said he's, he can live on this, like out here in the woods for months. We're not finding him. Like, oh my God. That's crazy. And who knows where that guy is? Forgot about that dude. Yeah, that dude is. It's, there's some crazy out there. There's a whole bunch of it. And then uh, somebody said the thing about uh, women. Like, there's a, somebody from a court, uh, I don't know, he's like a stenographer or whatever. So there's a percentage of. When a woman does this, it's like 20 times more likely that she's going to get lesser, uh, a lesser sentence or nothing at all if she hacks her husband up because she can always claim self-defense. The Jody Arias thing, which yeah. was the first thing she went to, although she went a little overboard. Uh, but she, and she drove to defend herself, which is the opposite of self-defense, to go show up and kill somebody. To, um, but she had the abused girl thing, and people started to resonate with that. 
And so there's like a 23. So that's what you lean on if you're a lady. That brings me to the Dana White thing. Now, there's a women's group. If you don't know Dana White and his wife got into a little slap fest down there in Cabo. Little drinking. Looks like a little party was going on. He's got her by the arms. If you've seen the video, he's got her by the arms. She kind of breaks free and then gives him a smack. And he has none of it. And he smacks her right back. And it's wrong. Well, there's nothing about it that's right on either end. Like, she shouldn't hit him. If, if we're playing in the rules of nobody should ever hit nobody anybody, anybody, nobody should hit people. Yeah. I mean, that's your adults, for crying out loud. You don't, unless your life is being threatened, you shouldn't really lay hands on anyone ever uh, for any reason. So she hits him. He hits her back. And then it looks like he's trying to go after her a little bit. Uh, and, and there's a women's uh, group there for domestic violence and stuff that are trying to get him to get fired from uh, being the president of the WWE U- or whatever he is, UFC. Yeah. 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 Whoops. And uh, so, whoops, that's my wrong thing. So uh, they're going nuts about it. And their defense is how small the woman is compared to him, how weak she is compared to him, and how she stood no chance if he were to lay hands on her. And never once does anybody logically say, shouldn't hit the monster. Doesn't make it right that he hit you, but I know for a fact right now that if Calais Campbell came in the room and I hit him, I'm at the same disadvantage she's at with Dana White, and I'm going to get my ass kicked. Throw in drinking. And there you go. Oh, Throw in yeah. a little alcohol. So I, I, I go ahead, because I remember when Calais Campbell used to come in the building, and I walked around the corner once, and he came around at the same time I had my head down, and I looked up, and I'm not kidding. I was face to belly button with this man. I've, I don't understand how his body operated at such great height. And the he longest was, upper body I've ever seen. Six nine, And his middle, my face was in his stomach. I'm six feet tall. There was only a nine-inch difference. And I still don't understand how nine inches worked from like his mid-chest to the top of his head. But that's all there was. <laughs> this. Like a foot. And I looked up at him because we kind of bumped into each other. I'm like, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, you. I said, that's it. Parking lot. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> and he goes, oh, funny. That's funny, man. And then he walked down the hall. And I'm like, that is a horrifyingly large human being. Like wit, girth, like everything about him. I know no matter how mad or drunk I am, swinging at him's the worst idea ever. Not to say Dana White wasn't wrong 100%. But and the how argument. Many times has it happened? Like that yeah. small guy, oh, drunk. The ar- oh, absolutely. But the argument cannot be she's too weak to she should. Then I'm sorry. Don't hit him. Do not. Don't pick that fight. And I'm not saying he's right. But if he decides to swing, your defense can't be. Well, he shouldn't have. He did. You're putting yourself in that pickle. <laughs> Little people hitting big people, women or men, otherwise. Don't know what they're gonna. Don't know what the big person's gonna do. And just because society dictates men shouldn't hit women doesn't mean one won't. And that's what happened here. So I, I, I it honestly, doesn't matter either way because I mean, like he slapped back, yeah. right? Could have destroyed her. Well, right. And I think because it's on video, uh, eventually this. I don't know how good the UFC is at handling these things because so far they've pretty much gotten. Every guy who's done something terrible out of hot water. Conor McGregor multiple times. There's been other guys who've done terribly stupid things, and they're still in there. So I don't know if Dana White – I think for image's sake, he should probably step away. It just looks awful. And he even said it. He goes, this is something you never recover from. 
because I'll always be the guy known for taking a swing at a lady. And that is 100% off limits, can't do it. There's never an excuse for it. But, you know, logically on the flip side, the excuse can't be I can take advantage of the fact this man will never hit me by hitting him too. Like she needs to have, there needs to be repercussions for his wife as well. As far as like, you know, is she going to, I don't even know if she has a job, but is she going to lose her position as, as, you know, is that. Would she, you know, if he didn't, you know, if he didn't respond back. Right. And she takes a swing at him. Yeah. They get the hall pass. It seems that way. Like I've never heard of. Right. And they, and, but that's because the women's group that goes on TV. Especially with a married couple. And says they're, she's too small to have done any damage. And he just, and basically what they're saying is he just needs to take those shots. And I'm not saying he should retaliate. No, but, but there's no repercussions for her. He needs yeah. to, that's just, he's so big, he should take a few shots from her when she's pissed off. She's got no recourse. Well, that just, to me, says that that woman is mentally not very smart. Because when your first reaction is, is physical violence, you're probably dumb. More, that's majority, on both sides, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But the majority yeah. of the time, the person who takes a swing at someone else, is uh, has been outwitted to a point of frustration where they're now they don't know what to do or say, and they and they know the person they're with is, is has outsmarted them. They're not. I personally think if you take a swing at somebody, you're kind of dumb because you've lost the battle of wits. A, a smart well, you've person completely lost it. A smart person that's... avoids the fight. A dumb person swings, and that's why you got to be careful because dumb people swing. So you don't want to do that. But, yeah, so I, I, you know, I'm watching this lady on TV going, Dana White needs to have his uh, title taken away from him in the U.S., and I'm not against it, but you're, the reasoning doesn't make sense. He's just too big. So no assault charges right on the other side no. of it. But, yeah, but let that lesson be learned, guys, because if a woman does sm- smack you, you have got to turn around and walk away. There's never a good time, ever. It immediately negates anything she's done. If she hits you, the Italian way used to be, yeah, it's over. Uh uh-uh. uh. Those days are long. There's too many cameras and now too with much. ring cameras and yeah, everything else. Everybody's got is. their, especially if you're Dana White in Cabo. Somebody's taking video of you in public every step you take. You get into a fight with your wife in public. But the, the, and, I'm, and I'm with him. I think he should step down. I think he should lose a little credibility, and he has, and he's admitted that that's the thing. But uh, the excuse can't be she's too small. She's allowed to do that. That's a terrible – because also they're saying women are weak and useless. Men are too strong for us. There's no – we have to be able to hit. Yeah, and he, quality if, thing. Unless is. he hit her first, she shouldn't be swinging either. <laughs> the Dana White thing's getting a little little hairy. And I'm kind of on the lady's side, you know. I just don't like their reasoning. I don't like the way they got to this level. It's like, all right, yeah, he hit her. That's enough. He shouldn't have hit her, and he's going to lose his position for it. That adds up to me. Not not making her helpless and oh she's just she's just a helpless and he's so big well you hit a big thing and when you hit the bumble it might bounce on you you and you know you you instigated the issue by hitting the giant don't hit giants that's another men should never hit women women should never hit giants not because the man has a right to hit you back but you never know if he's gonna and it's dumb the swinging to begin with whether it's Two men, oh, whatever, you know, but, you know, the thing, the biggest thing that bothers me is that if she swung at him 
and he didn't retaliate. The whole yeah. thing it goes away. It goes away. Yeah, Dana, Dana, you know what it is? Dana White is a dick, and his wife put him in his place. And so they're saying, yeah, women can swing. Absolutely, Go ahead, swing That's all what, you want. They're saying they're too weak. It's the only defense they've got against a man. She couldn't verbally d- discuss the situation. She couldn't logically reason with him. She couldn't walk away. Those were never options on the table, according. But she had to hit him. And again, man should never hit a woman. Woman should never hit a giant. I wouldn't hit Dana White. If Dana White was barking at me about something, I would never slap Dana White. He's a large dude. Assess and who knows, maybe situation. that was her assessment of the situation. Like, I'm going to He won't hit I'm going to hit the right. thing, and if he swings, he's done. And you're drunk for crying out I'm so out mad at him. Yeah. I, wanna, I want him done. Yeah. Yeah. And she could have antag- like uh, instigated yep. the whole thing and tried to set it up. Yeah, you never know. It's a weird one. It's a, and it's not easy to watch. Because when she hits, and again, as a guy, you're watching, she hits Dana White. At that moment, he should have just put his hands up, grit his teeth, and walked away. And if he wants to press charges, he'd look like a sissy, but he could do it. Uh, But the second he swung back, you're like, nope, this is all on you now. You're done. But I got to say, the UFC's uh, spin team is phenomenal. Because you don't hear much about this. Well, you know, when when it first came out, he said, you know, he and his wife, you know, talked over it, big, you know, regrets and everything. First and foremost, our kids are the most important things, and we don't, you know, this is the last thing we want to spin them through. Well. And we want to talk with them and make sure that, if Roger Goodell, them that this is not going to happen again. I mean, we were drunk. It got out of hand. If Michael Bidwell hit his wife, he loses the Cardinals. He gets, it's uh, immediate. he loses the Cardinals. Here's your uh, six billion. It doesn't matter. On, it's immediate. And that's the, after a certain point, as I've, I've learned through the John Gruden yes. thing, it's not about money. It's about what they represent. John Gruden could step away and go away forever. And he just refuses to because he's like, I have money doesn't matter to me anymore. I can pile it up and burn it. And I still got enough. And so it's not about like the, we all say, oh, we get six billion for screwing up. I'd do that in a heartbeat because we don't have it. He's already got it. Uh, this guy says, like my wife says, if you want to act like a man, you're going to be treated like a man. If you act like a woman, you'll be treated like a woman. Slap a man like a man, you're going to get hit like a man. <laughs> See, now this is, this is, I disagree with you, Kevin, but this is what people need to think about before they swing. Yeah. There's a guy out there that goes, I don't have, if you're going to hit me, I'm going to hit you back. And there's that, that mentality. And I think there's a, there's a dangerous road that the women's group's going down saying, no, a woman has a right to do this and you don't have a right to retaliate. And that's correct. But they're basically giving a pass to ladies to swing all they want. This, this group of, uh, I forget what they were, some coalition for uh, females. And they had this, the lady in the forefront saying she had no chance. Once he, t- I'm like, she, she hit the monster. And you're saying basically it's okay. She didn't say it was okay to do it. But she said it could. It, she couldn't hurt him, so it's no big deal. She goes. Yeah, she should have never done that. But she's so small. And I was like, no, you you poked the bear. You know, bears aren't supposed to hit women either. But if a woman went up and smacked a bear in the face, and the bear attacked her, you'd be like, wow, that's what a bear would do. It's the same thing with a drunk giant. Don't hit drunk giant. What did Chris Rock say? I'd never hit a woman, but I shake the S out of one. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> well, I've learned that all up that tactical black thing. The, the best thing you can do for your own future is to wander away from horrible spots. If a chick's hitting you, my friend Marty said it to me once when a lady was in a parking lot and she's coming at me about something. And Marty looked at me and then she fell down and acted like she was hurt. 
And Marty said, walk away. And I said, what? And he goes, you've got too much to lose. And I didn't see it. I didn't see the setup. I didn't see what was going on. But she had made this big stink. It was at that horrible o- – It was a, I won't say it was O'Kelly's fault, but it, O'Kelly's bar in Mesa. I liked O'Kelly's, but the people outside of it were awful. And she starts screaming at me to make people look over like I'd done something to her and then acted like I – and then she's on the ground screaming and yelling that her legs broke. And Marty said, walk away. He goes, wow. walk away. And, I'm like, and I was going to help her, and I'm like, I was standing over the situation. He goes, walk away. You need to go. And I, I don't even know if Marty remembers that, but that was like one of the most eye-opening situations I've ever been in, where I, I've tried, somebody tried to grift me. It was weird. But yeah, walking away from things is the most important thing you can do. It's the best gift you can give yourself is to learn how to take one deep breath and leave a situation before it escalates. Boy, is that the fact. Ever. At halftime, what we learn up there at the Tactical Black, too, is uh, they start to... They've, I don't, how many times we've done this, uh, they do that seminar where they do, um, you're a witness to something in a parking lot. And so they'll set it up, and you don't know what's going to happen, where one of the trainers uh, is out in, in the parking lot, and you, you leave. And we've just talked about like making sure to not get involved in these things. And the trainers are so well-trained that they can actually punch and hit each other and make it a real fight. And so Tony will grab one of the girl trainers and start stuffing her in a car, and she starts fighting back, and he just wallops her a couple of times. And then everybody's supposed to, like, get their phone out, do whatever, call 911. That's the thing. Almost all of them go, hey, 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 what are you doing? The second the adrenaline goes and you see a man hit a woman, they got involved, and Tony would turn on them every time and pull a gun. What, are you going to save the day? And nine times out of ten, the woman doesn't press charges. And you might have just gotten shot for somebody who's going to protect this guy. It's it's walking away is like the best defense in the world. Yeah, it's hard not to yell sometimes. Being a witness because you're like, well, you're yelling to let you know that yeah. other people are seeing this. Being a witness is one thing, but getting involved and walking towards it is the stupidest yeah. thing in the world. And it's funny because we'll go through an hour of training and everybody's like, here's what you do, here's what you do, here's what you do. Then they see it happening, even in a simulation, and they walk right to it. Get your hands off of her, man! What are you doing? And it's. The first thing you do is bow up as a dude. And at like nine out of the 12 people got shot. Three of them, you know, filmed it, backed up, went back inside the place they just came out of, filmed it, called 911. It was the right thing to do. It's awful to watch, but you never know who's got what, and it may not be worth it. And then they just run down, you know, the cops that are at the thing run down all the incidents of every time someone got involved in a domestic violence thing. That time your buddy Billy tried to that yeah, girl and that guy in Vegas and I and he wandered over to save that girl's life and there were a couple of meth heads and I just saw the gun sticking out of the back of that guy's shorts or outlined in his t-shirt and I just grabbed Billy I'm like he's got a gun this let him fight this isn't our deal we got security there's people for you this is out of your pay grade brother you are you have no idea what that guy's capable of right now and you don't know how high he is which well, could end the fight will never end and I think Brady said it but for so long, we've been taught to come to the defense of somebody who's seemingly defenseless. Sure, a defenseless person, yeah. but yeah. But, but you're how, right. How things, good are you? Things, oh, yeah, exactly. Awful. Yeah. So it's just crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, it's a nutty thing. So stop hitting each other. That's basically the message for today. Don't hit each other. Good message. If you feel like hitting somebody, don't. It's as simple as that. You feel like hitting your husband, don't do it. You're losing control. It's a, it's a sign of dimness.
You're a bit of a dullard if your first reaction is to take a swing. Uh, and then, you know, do like you do on Dateline. Plan out their demise without going to Home Depot with ropes and buckets. You start, you get start your coming, supplies today. Get your supplies before. Survival. Jesus Christ. Methodically handle this. Not immediate. It's never good immediate. It always backfires. Stupid. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen this. Speaking of uh, methodical, I, I was uh, driving up the 51 yesterday and saw the goofy weird helicopter that everybody's talking about in the West Valley. It was a little bit west of the 51. I don't know what it was doing over by my place, but uh, it was like uh, Camelback in the, in the 51, and it's floating around, and it's been doing these weird patterns all over the place. Um, I watched the news last night. It's up this morning. It'll be up again all day. Uh, it does these um, – it searches is that the radiation, the radiation helicopter, yeah, which is that. the coolest thing in the yeah. world. It flies real low and does like these weird moves. And it's, it's monitoring baseline radiation for the city. So if the Super Bowl has a nuclear attack that's a slow burn, they'll know what the day-to-day radiation in, in the Phoenix well, is. Last Boy Scout was real? Is that a thing they did in that? Didn't they blow something up in I don't that remember. one? I just remember they blew uh, something up in that one. Cole uh, shooting himself on the that's right, field. On the, on the yeah. field. Billy Cole. Or maybe I'm thinking Batman with your Pittsburgh uh, Marauders or whatever. Oh, it that was. could be Bane. Bane. Yeah. <laughs> when the, yeah. <laughs> when the uh, yeah. yeah I, it's the strangest thing in the world to see because this helicopter is huge. It's got these big tanks on the side. And then you re- and it's like, yeah, we're just getting a baseline. Like humans radiate, and there's like things that have radiation. So we'll just know the basics of radiation. It's like a flying Geiger counter. Yeah, and if the thing pops up a little bit, if we get a little extra Silkwoody uh, during the Super Bowl, we'll know, and they can pinpoint it. So the dude's warning was, if you're trying to make a dirty bomb right now, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but I started thinking, this is for show. Yeah. No, they don't. And this is the, the cynic in me saying, oh, I see. It's the false front. If you're thinking about a dirty bomb, we got stuff covered in that. So they fly this weird helicopter around to make everybody go, oh, yeah, it's the radiation thing. We need another plan. I don't know about that. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Doesn't seem like a thing. And why wouldn't we do that for everything rather than why don't we always have that helicopter floating around looking for uh, dirty bombs? Acceptable loss. Why, man. Yeah, why is it just the Super Bowl when people's lives matter? Because it would be on TV, that's why. The NFL's billions aren't behind it. Right. But I mean I want that hel- I want that helicopter flying around at least my neighborhood. Could we poke it up at Tonka Vista and the Biltmore a little bit and just have that thing floating around, find a dirty bomb in that area? Give me a ten mile radius with that helicopter just around my house. I think that thing should be up every day. I didn't know we had that technology to know when some nutbag is making dirty bombs. I'm not sure the Russians, Ukrainians are uh, renting in your in your neck of the woods. Why are they the guilty party? It could be some crazy white guy, some incel that works over at LGE. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's why this story, uh, a study found the best place to hide if a nuke hits came out today. <laughs> I don't need these stories, wow. Brady. This, <laughs> what don't we know? 
There's too much chatter about, yeah, we're floating the old uh, radiation helicopter around. And we don't care about your lives at all unless the Super Bowl's coming. Can we at least get it for the Fiesta Bowl? Can we do a little just once, just a once-over for, like, a Suns game? That Make you feel just, a little better? Yeah. It's just the semifinals this year. I think next year when we have the championship, game, yeah. then they'll bring it back. All right, but the Suns have 20,000. Well, probably not anymore. Like The Suns have 15,000 people a night. All, like, that's a pretty good get for a dirty bomb guy or a nuke maker, right? You got six times that in the stadium. That's my and... point, though. Is it a numbers game or yeah. is it a. Oh, yeah. Yes, all right. I suppose. I thought, I thought it was just a statement. No. <laughs> Super Bowl is a, a bigger statement. There's it's no a question. Cost per person. It is definitely a targeted event. Yeah. Like, it's all eyes on. Sun's ratings aren't high enough to dirty bomb, that's what you're saying. Got it. Because it would well, have to be televised. If you're talking about nuke, you yeah. know, you're talking about a one mile radius. Well, the little you one. want to be outside yeah. of that. A cruddy one. The first time I, I, I want to be further it. than that. By the way, yeah, <laughs> I want to be about. Yeah, um, that's, that's what this study thousand saying. miles away. Yeah. The first time I'd thought about it was when we went to uh, Detroit in 2006 oh. for the Super Bowl, and we were watching the news. I don't know if you were watching, but we were watching the news that night, and they were talking about sure the stadium holds seventy. 1,000 people or whatever, yeah. but in Windsor and in Detroit that weekend, they oh. were expecting 750,000 yeah. people just to come to the area. Wander around. Yeah. Well, we're getting the same thing here, oh, too, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, yeah. more. But that's when yeah. our lives matter is when the, they put up all the safety helicopters yeah. just in case the tourists get it. What well, about if our residents? It, if they're doing it in Detroit, they got to do it here because who cares about Detroit? <laughs> right. Place, it oh, looks like it's burning place to the ground. Yeah. When we were there, I think my first reaction was, wow, what, what year did the nukes land? I didn't realize this place had <laughs> like been obliterated. And they, they dressed it up. Oh, it looked and nice. They, oh. it, was, it was slushy, but they dressed it up. It's a dump. <laughs> and then I went to Toledo, and I'm like, oh, they scooted all the burned-out parts of Detroit down here. It's the worst city since Detroit. Toledo still stands as the worst city I've ever been in. And that was, uh, and that was full company. Oof. City at that time, they were the Jeep factory was humming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything it's it's worse now. Imagine that. Yeah. Financially, Toledo's in worse shape than it was when we were there. Two thousand six. Uh, I was horrified when I was there. I'm like, this is this is. I felt like I was in a third world misery hut. <laughs> then we drove over to Jamie Farr's golf course because that's where your friend lived. Yep. And I'm like, this part's all right, I suppose. But look, there's Toledo. <laughs> It was. It is the worst. Watched the mayor of Kingston yesterday. First episode of season two. Is it in Toledo? It's in uh, Detroit. Oh yeah, no. I'd rather live in Detroit than Toledo, by by a long shot. Farmington Hills. Really? Oh, I'd rather live in the heart of you know. Come on, mommy. Mommy is nice. Tucson or Toledo? Eight mile, Detroit over both. (laughs) Eight mile. I'd live in eight mile. I'd live in uh, Eminem's trailer with Came Bassinger's the crazy drunk mom before I'd live in Toledo for a day. Well, that uh, rehab gal has done a hell of a job up there in Detroit. Oh, Maybe she's it's good. All new. Yeah, she's got issues with Nicole, family. whatever. Yeah, she's, there's a whole trying to fix men thing with that. There's a subtext to that whole show. <laughs> oh, and she's got a son too. So yeah, sad. there's like so she's, she can't find. On. She's trying to find an older man that she can make right, and houses represent that. Oh, it's there's so much <laughs> more going on in that show. But yeah, Tucson or Toledo. Yeah. I, I we've had this discussion. Toledo is worse than Tucson by. It's that's like saying Beirut or Miami. <laughs> Tucson is a beautiful place compared to Toledo. Wow. Yeah. Add winter to Tucson. Ugh. Yeah. Horrible uh, gray. And, and make Tucson somehow dirtier and worse. <laughs> Toledo was just awful. But yeah, I mean, that's what they're trying that's what they're trying to do here is turn us into a Toledo. Look like a nuclear war zone. It made me realize you don't notice it when you're there, but 
happened to be had to have been the grayest day yeah. in years. Never when you seen were there. Never. I mean, like, and I lived in Seattle for eleven yeah. years. This is the grayest I've seen it, and because the city's a concrete jungle, yeah. it was all gray. I felt like I was in Pleasantville before everybody found sex. <laughs> like the whole place was in black and white. Toledo is not. It's not fair to say Tucson or Toledo. It's more fair to go like Toledo or um, anywhere in Afghanistan. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, now we've got a fair fight. Now it's kind of a flip of the coin. Chernobyl or Toledo. Like, oh, geez, that's a tough one. At least there's some beautiful spots in Chernobyl. War, war-torn Kiev or Toledo. Geez, um, wow. that war seems to be winding down. <laughs> yeah, Toledo's awful. But now we're trying this. Uh, they'll never have a Super Bowl in Toledo, so the good news is. But uh, these radiation helicopters, uh, can't we uh, get Katie Hobbs to put that in the budget to float that thing around, you know, 100 days a year? Let's just always have a baseline of radiation. Let's just always know. And then go up and go, oh, we got a hot spot. That would be nice. I like that we have the technology. Where does that rest all year? You know the budget's going to be inflated on that. Well, I'm saying, like, does just the Super Bowl pay for this helicopter? Because when, when else oh, are we breaking else that thing out? Yeah. When else does this thing has fly to, around? It has to be a Homeland Security thing, doesn't it? I've never seen it. Would it fly around wherever the, uh, just before the president goes somewhere? Maybe. Sometimes? Never seen it when, even when he's in town. Yeah. But it's floating around the, the yeah, West no, Valley. No, it wouldn't be when he's in town. It'd be like, like days beforehand. Yeah. yeah you got you got to suck up a baseline of how much we're actually radiating. And then Ahmed and Kyle are over there in some Avondale garage trying to build something, and they start leaking out a little extra, and the helicopter catches them. Can't we put this technology on, like, all the streetlights? Just baseline radiation measurements? That seems reasonable. Conspiracy theorists are out. Congratulations, John. You're just on the list now, boys. You're on the radar. Expect an investigation coming. Keep for, talking. For saying, for saying that that stupid helicopter is just, it's like news weather channel three, five, Super chopper, and it just got a couple tanks <laughs> is it on the wrapped? side. Nicely wrapped. No, but it is big, and it's got big tanks on the side. It, it looks like like Airwolf or something. I a mean, little bit. You know what it looks like? Remember uh, the Batman movies with Adam West when he flew around on that thing? It had tanks on the on the on the skiffs or whatever those yeah. things are called, and it's got. It looked like it because was, it could land in the water. Well, no, it's got these tanks are absorbing air. But that's when I was you looking. Riptide, the show. <laughs> Riptide had the, the other ones that go in there. No, this was. It's got big tank, not like pontoons, but tanks up on the step downs that are measuring air and all this. And I started looking at it, going, "That's all for show. That's just it's just wires. That's in News it, Chopper three in, a, in PVC. Yeah, or that's News Chopper like three that. in a it's bunch a of yeah, a bunch of fake pipes and." <laughs> Pool noodles. That I'd believe. And they're trying to tell us it's all right, don't worry about it. We're just looking for noodles. <laughs> just shoot it from a distance yeah. so they can't get well, the Well, don't detail. shoot the helicopter, oh, no, Richard. Film it. Oh, I sorry. see. Jesus, man. <laughs> now you're on the list, Toledo. Way to go. Film it. I man. see, I see. Be careful. God. We're on a razor's edge here with words. But I, yeah, I, I, I looked at it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I'm like, wait a minute. They, yeah, that helicopter. That's it. <laughs> yes. The helicopter from the Batman movie is kind of like what it's like. It's overdressed, and you're kind of like, ah. I don't necessarily believe this is a real thing, or they'd float it around more often. Or maybe I am on a list now. Like, Holmberg pulled the covers back on our phony helicopter radiation scam. God damn it, we've got to start over. Because I'm thinking I'd have seen this before. This seems like a reasonable thing to sweep the city with now and again. Only for the Super Bowl? Kind of picking and choosing who's important. Anyway.
It's flying around in the West Valley. If you're interested, you can take a look at it. It is kind of neat looking. And I don't know what it was doing. It was. It made a big, long loop, evidently, uh, around the freeway. So that, that's the only thing I could think. It's like maybe it's doing the 51 and the 101, and it's kind of getting on freeways to see if anybody's close to torching a main road. I don't know. You might have something because maybe my bar was too high because there it is uh, scouring yeah. Boston for the parade, for the marathon oh, route. Oh, yeah. Well, I think Boston's could, had some trouble. Well, I mean, with that, it wasn't marathon. like they used nukes. You're not going to get. There's no radiation. I know. There's but no. They didn't. There's there's no pressure cooker. Uh, right. Pressure cooker and nails. They're not. <laughs> they're not going to pick up anything. Coming there's the from trail that. it went. Been around a couple of extra well, time over some some cities. Is that here? No, oh, that's the a, Earth. This is the one in Boston. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. It's floating all over the place. What's doing it? Just trying to find a if there's a map of the one here. Uh, it says the helicopter also repels bears and will be used for this year's WNBA All-Star Game held down. Nice. Oh, that's good. It keeps the, keeps the bear fellas away. <laughs> it is weird. So there's the... That's the pattern? That's the Boston parade route. And it's oh, the marathon? Yeah. The radiological aerial survey from 2009. I guess that's there's crazy. a couple of red spots in there. Well, because there's a, if there's a, a big mass of people, we radiate. We, yeah, I guess we, we show we, up red. We emit enough radiation to wow. kind of show. Everything. I guess they didn't the need bottom, it for the rock and roll marathon. No, no, <laughs> it was raining. The bottom looks like a blue crank. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. They see that, and it's shooting. Hey, oh, yeah. oh my god! Look at that! Come on, this is a joke. I'm. On, you're right. Brett's uncovered the second part of this. If that's not a Pornhub penis in a money shot puddle. <laughs> That's the pattern he flew, or is that just radiation bubbles? <laughs> no, that's just detecting the levels of radiation because that's a that's like a harbor inlet right there. Where what the, are where the Beavis is. and Butthead in charge of the radiation <laughs> map? Check it out, Beavis. We made a dick. <laughs> yeah, make it shoot something. <laughs> a little radiation coming at you there. <laughs> Close your eyes. Th- that is, you're right, Brett. That's a <laughs> full on eight incher, and there's no like there's detail. There's veins. Oh yeah. There's a corona. That's not a poor drawing of a penis in a puddle. That oh. is, look at that. <laughs> There's a circumcision. When you get closer. Yeah. And it's been cut. Unbelievable. That's a Jew dick shooting all over Boston. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to buy everything. Like, now I just think the simulation is so easy to figure out. It's almost like the Matrix no longer... Impresses me. They're floating that helicopter around and telling us they're. Here's looking. the grid from yeah. yesterday. Here's what we did yesterday. Here's where most of the radiation is here, and you'll notice this puddle here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, we take our job very seriously. Any questions? Uh, I I want to direct you to the map there where the dick is firing over on Foxborough. <laughs> yes, yes, right here in this area here where the clearly it's starting to limp up. It's done. You're going to have to give it five more minutes to get radiation. This is what's commonly known as the landing zone. (laughs) (laughs) Her seed reservoir here is like, we call that the... Very low radiation. Yeah. And we think that uh, if it hits here, that most of the area would uh, swallow all the radiation. Okay, I've got to go. I'm sorry. (laughs) Is Will Arnett the guy doing this? (laughs) We know it's going to shoot on us. (laughs) Never mind. It's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, so that uh, phony helicopter. Uh, now I don't even think there's an ounce of reality to that. My, that's a phony helicopter flying around. It's just spying on us. Turn checking, us into frogs. Checking radiation. Drawing cranks on, over Boston. Probably dropping some invisible sort of uh, powder on top of us that makes us dull so we don't wander around too much so they can control us. 
during the Super Bowl festivities. But why aren't they doing it downtown where all the stuff is? Like it's just flying around they the have. game. They'll get there. No, they yeah. said it. They gave their pattern yesterday. That was it. That was it. Maybe they will eventually, but I want I want to know. Your area town has a lot of terrace cells. I guess. Like. Well, apparently, a couple weeks ago, it was up in Vegas oh, doing a it? map up there. All right. So it does only fly have one about. helicopter or what? Evidently. Hey, that's a good gig if you if you're that. It you know what it's like, it's like the Wienermobile in the air. It strikes <laughs> me no. cities. Yeah, it is not, Brady. Right? <laughs> no. Not everything's food. Let's not make your radiation determining. He's talking about a vehicle to travel to around it. Joke. Uh, he's <laughs> bringing it in. <laughs> Brett got to make a dick joke. How come I can't make it? <laughs> the only one I know. Yeah. The Wienermobile. Wienermobile. Then. <laughs> I wish it was. Stop. <laughs> Somebody says it does fly around during presidential visits because he, he's seen it flying over that new chip plant in a 303 oh, a no couple kidding. days before. Maybe, Maybe I there's – I just don't think I'm, – I'm starting to believe there's no legitimacy. Like it's it's the same thing as the, the metal detectors at the airport. Yeah, it's got the – it's the Batman helicopter. It's got the fake tanks. And it looks like something from a bad drama of the 80s. Yeah, it's Blue Thunder with like <laughs> yeah. some science on it. It doesn't look like a current helicopter. No. I don't know. I don't buy anything anymore. <laughs> Everything to me seems like fake to make us calm. God damn it. You got me thinking. Every time I go to a Suns game. Look, I go to that Suns game. They got so many metal detectors to get in there. And I've had, I, I, I'm going to go in there with rebar in my leg. And that thing ain't going off. I don't even think they're on. I've never once seen it go off. Never once. And there's, and I'm there. There's piles of people going in. There's 30 of them as you walk in. Never once has it gone whoop, whoop. And then somebody goes, oh, geez, I forgot this is in my pocket. Not a pocket knife, nothing. It's just this visual aid to make us feel like there's security. And then you see the people running security, and you're like, they got a shirt. That's it. That was their training. <laughs> Old lady with a wand. Half those wands, the batteries are yeah. need and, to be replaced. And I always... <laughs> Like, like if I see some old woman, I'll go like, "Hey, wand me and make sure and see if my shoulder, and my hips show up." That's a pretty substantial amount of metal I got in my body. Nothing. One time when I went to the Tyson Fury fight in Vegas, it went, "Yeah, got your hip, man." <laughs> like, yeah, I just got a new one. That's cool. And it went over my shoulder. Yeah, it got your shoulder. And I'm like, see, that makes me more comfortable. This thing's actually on. A couple of security people are like, "Did you actually go through this thing? Because look at you. What are you talking about? You're the one that needs to be. Give me that wand. I think you've got stuff. You're sitting on a chair. (laughs) But yeah, it's just everything. There's a whole bunch of things that are for show that make us feel like, oh, there was security when we walked in. Uh, Those metal detectors at Suns games aren't on. It would clog the lineup. It wouldn't be. uh, It wouldn't be feasible to the." finances to slow down the people entering to buy drinks. Bunch of people saying, John, it was downtown for about 20 minutes. There's a lot of pictures of it. Okay, cool. We just, I think we need to know the baseline radiation at all times. <laughs> I think that's something I'm comfortable. Like, and then float it by and go, oh, we got a little spike here in Mesa. John, I live at the apartments right next to the stadium. I've been seeing it. It is so loud. Is and it, it spends a lot of time above us. So it's noisier than your average helicopter then. Probably. Which is another, look, look <laughs> well, at me, yeah. I'm so safe. Flying uh, lower. Garbage. It's nothing. It's a nothing burger with two tanks on the side. Those guys are inside just playing cards and eating peanuts. We're just flying around for an hour and put it down. We'll tell everybody we did something. Should we report this text maybe? I'm not sure. I feel like the kind of people that would go to a Super Bowl in Glendale would be a good target. Yeah, put that on. <laughs> yeah, fire that over the helicopter, the? guys. <laughs> I think you should just fly around his house for a minute. <laughs> they should wrap the... Um, 
the rescue basket and just lower it a little bit and just have it spin underneath. Yeah. Put that old Probably lady back you. in there. <laughs> She's yeah. radiating. Yeah. Start smashing her <laughs> organs up against her rib cage again. Anyway, I just don't, I don't know. I, I look at things and I question everything. And that one had me yesterday where I'm like, why isn't this a normal thing? It doesn't seem like it would cost you much to float that around every once in a while. and go, eh, radiation seems pretty light. We're good. I'd like a nice town thumb. this big should yeah a nice thumbs up one. now and again to go yeah Paradise Valley's safe and would they tell us if they had a radiation leak or would that be something they kept quiet and then they wouldn't just go hey everybody they, that'd by be the way mass panic right yeah could you guys leave for the weekend yeah. in uh, Gilbert <laughs> yeah. we need you to evacuate. Well, every sporting event you go to and every pat-down and all the security, the Diamondbacks games are the most embarrassing ones where the 90-year-old woman is running security at the end of the deal. And Yeah, the metal detector didn't uh, do anything, but you gave me a bat. <laughs> One of the first 10,000 people got in and got bats. I'm like, okay, thanks for the wooden weapon. <laughs> and now I know no one else has anything because your security tells me so. Thanks for the weapon. Uh, this is the security guard, Gladys. She was born in the 20s. <laughs> At Yachtly Crew on Friday night, you know, captain's hats, torpedoes, anchors, yeah. all going through that metal detector. <laughs> Did they bring anchors? <laughs> it's a long haul. Man. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> sailor-like theme. Very, very long night for the guy who decided that his, heavy prop, night. his prop was the anchor. <laughs> this was a good idea about eight minutes ago. Thanks, Skipper. <laughs> yeah. Did you go dressed up to Yachtly Crew? I did not. You didn't? I, did I didn't realize. Even... Oh. oh, it's the crowd is. So there are more captain's hats. And oh, yeah. So it's like a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. I mean, it you is. show up in costume. Yeah. Oh. Brady sent me a clip of, uh, uh, what's the band that sings Magic? Oh, oh, oh. Pilot. Magic. Yeah, Pilot. And I don't know how to respond to that, so I didn't. I, read, <laughs> I looked at it, and I'm like, I don't even know. What I'm supposed to say to that, like kill yourself or cool. I don't know what the proper response is to a cover of Pilot's Magic being sent through modern technology. But people seem to enjoy it. It's a two-hour sing-along for that the is crowd. a 55-plus super show. Yes, I don't think a lot of young people. That's not even cougars at that one. No. That's <laughs> there are a lot of wobbly vaginas in oh. that room. A lot of uh, grandmas who still want to wear the bedazzled pants. It's a load of aged-out Gilbertians. It's the grandparents of Gilbert kids, I think, mostly. Fun, but you're not going there to swing ass or party for real. I break a hip. You didn't see anything. <laughs> no, but I'm saying if guys wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But bring a barf bag because what you're what you're pulling out of there is. Horrifying. Another anchor. Oh, it's worth. I'd rather bang the anchor <laughs> rather than anchor dropped on me than a yachtly crew. Well, we met a yachtly crew, and I tore this little angel out. You know, it's the bird's nest yeah. all over again. Oh. No, the bird's nest is young people go. There's, there's still hope. This is not the, the bird's nest. The, the Thunderbirds people, sure, yeah, but the Thunderbirds guys pull the young girls. They're amazing. They're incredible. They put on a show. Yachtly Crew. If you told me you met your wife at Yachtly Crew and I hadn't seen her yet, what I'm picturing is not good. The bar is no. very good. There's some proposing going on Friday night. What? For third marriages. I want you on my sailboat, baby. Yeah. 
You're not like the other two ladies I married. <laughs> I'm 61. I'm not getting any younger. I'm 61 also. I know, and your vagina probably looks like the start of a car wash, but oh, I don't care because I can't get an erection anyway. By the way, my sailboat is a pontoon boat. We'll be out on Saguaro. <laughs> What's Yachty Crew? They're up to you by Viagra or anything like that because Could nobody, have been. half that room uh, has intermittent pee stops during yeah. the urination and also can't well, get Well, it was a marquee. Was there any college age people there? There were, but it's it's by mistake. <laughs> no, it's just a Brady fun was one of the young thing. guys there. Yeah. Oh, Brady. I felt young. I yeah. felt young. Brady was a Brady was definitely young. And I could barely stand. Yeah. Because you had your th- but I guarantee you the bathroom sounded like this. <laughs> it is constant. <laughs> he can't get a steady stream. Poor guy. It just he comes he just have to stand there and huh? <sighs> comes and goes. My prostate's a little thick today. Yeah, Yachtly Crew is something. Brady actually takes two extra tickets to Yachtly Crew who's in. Beep. Silence. And, and you two didn't even answer. Nope. I wanted to go, actually. Why? It was my idea a year ago when I said yeah, you I should know. do this. Yeah, I know. That's how you know it was a bad idea. It was Toledo's. <laughs> Yachtly Crew. That would be kind of fun, though. It is stupid fun. Yeah, it's ridiculously dumb fun. Crowd watching would have been the most fun. Oof. John, about security. I work security at Chase Field. Uh, buy me a beer sometime. I'll tell you some stories about what makes it through there. Everything makes it through. Those things aren't on. They'll let anybody yeah. in there just I to get them in the door. Yeah, a couple of beers sold. Yeah. You want to go to a Diamondbacks game? Come on. Yeah, you could have a guy standing outside strapped up in a bomber's vest. Al Akbar! Al Akbar! It's like, all right, I'm here right you go. In. And get the, 12 Top of the third. Where $16 you been? ultra over Get here. a souvenir cup. <laughs> Never forget this night. Never forget. <laughs> That's the way it'll end. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats, Bert? Uh, wake up song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. As, as a matter of fact, we were texting with Josh yesterday. Yeah. He's heading up there to do some snowboarding today because the snow is oh ridiculous. It's the time to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, from what I was hearing this morning, they're almost like two hundred percent above yeah. what oh, yeah. what their normal is. Yeah, they'll have this a long time. season if it stays. Oh, cool. it's going to be open till May. Oh yeah. If so we get another one. There's supposed to be another storm in the next week. Yeah, I don't know. Saturday, if we'll get, I think. Yeah. It's going to be great. Action Ride Shop is the place to go to get your boards, get your skis, and get everything you need to hit the snow. So actionrideshop.com or just go visit them over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. And Josh always says, rent here if you oh, got to yeah. rent equipment. Yeah. Don't go up there because right only, now they'll rape you up there. Not yeah. only that, buy your ticket, Whoa. your lift ticket online ahead of time. Yeah, because they're like 125 bucks here. Yeah. And then they're 35 <laughs> next week. Yeah, I'm going to rent up there. They yeah. rape me. Yeah. Well, yeah, you need any port in a storm for you. But I'm normal folk. <laughs> Especially after the Yachtly crew. Yeah, Brady's, Brady's been a Yachtly crew. I'm if, prime. If you want Brady and his friends half-erect penises, because that's all they've got left. <laughs> I guarantee you there are, every dude in that place had a little tiny Taking the little blue pills. baggie of blue pills, <laughs> just in case they met that special redhead. They're passing it out. They, was, they had a testosterone a meter up oh, there reading. Sure. They were just, testing oh. a helicopter going around. And the testosterone still never went to 1,200, and it was, a group of, it was a group of 400 dudes. What a transition. In 50 years, you've gone from lids of acid to passing around blue pills and Cialis. <laughs> Put it under your tongue, bro. You have a rager in a second. And that redhead over there, no, on oxygen, she's looking at you with her good eye. Beer, Nugenics. Yeah. Nugenics. Is that Frank Thomas and uh, Doug Flutie hanging around here? Oh wow, you look. We love Yachtly Crew. <laughs> Two beers and a jug of Nugenics. Yeah. I can't. Uh, I can't get an erection either. Welcome to Yachtly Crew. Nugenics on tap right there. That's why they call it soft rock. 
All right. Uh, uh, down the list, uh, you know, we were talking earlier, uh, Papa Roach is getting away with murder. Uh, Terror making the list. Pantera, Tool, Clutch, Murder Dolls, Rammstein, Slipknot, All That Remains. The Biscuit. The Biscuit. Uh, White Zombie, Deftones. And then just this came in, uh, the Dropkick Murphys. We were talking about Boston. Couldn't stop so. talking about the, yeah. the Irish Clutch. and Boston all morning. Um, hmm. That's just some good stuff up there. Yeah. yeah. Pick one. I don't care. I'll let Brett do it. Uh, Grab hold of one. Man, I don't know. I'm deleting Some terror. Stuff up there. All right. I took your terror away. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I'm getting rid of the Motley Crue, though. Yes. Right. yes. That, that, exactly. that, right. That's so not even a good one. Process no. of elimination. Hmm. You can do it, Brett. Hmm. Oh, my God. Make a With choice. With all this stuff going on, how about Welcome to Planet Mother Effort? All right. That's from perfect. White that's right. We got the radiation chopper yep. going ahead of us. And... Seems fitting. Yeah. We have a bad guy detector on top of our car now. We're just driving. This isn't real. There's no such thing as that. It's Jonathan Davis's birthday. He's oh, 50, it is? Oh, 52 today. Happy birthday, Jonathan. He seems older than that. Boy, does he. <laughs> I don't know if he looks older or just seems older. I guess and sounds he, it, though. Yeah, he sounds like Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> He's always done that. Huh. Only 52. Does he look good for 52? I don't know. What, did he look That's good funny. for 62? 10 years ago. Yeah, when we interviewed him, it was kind of, yeah. yeah, it was a little rough. He's got a rough look. And then at the same time, maybe kind of baby-faced if you got rid of all the stuff. It's true. Yeah, he, he's one of those that could be, he could be 30 or he could be 70. Short hair and the glasses, he looked like a computer nerd. Yeah. He can cover all the bases. Well, happy birthday to Jonathan. I think Jonathan's biggest mistake was selling all those serial killer objects. I thought that was the coolest thing. There's 52-year-old Jonathan Davis, who's in a couple pictures. Looks like he's in his 30s. In a couple, he looks like he's 75. Yeah. <laughs> he's chunky, and he's skinny. Like, that's, there's like 10 different versions of him. I liked when Corn was on South Park. They couldn't have drawn a better Jonathan Davis. Whoa. Whoa, there he is. That's, ooh, Jonathan hit the buffet for that. Wow, he looks like Nancy Wilson in that picture. <laughs> Yeah, the glasses, he looks nerd. Yeah, it's a very strange uh, way to morph. Well, happy birthday anyway. 52 is a strange age. Yeah, didn't he own Bundy's car and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff? He had a whole bunch of stuff. He's got rid of it. I guess as a woman made him do it. No woman's going to want that. Maybe that was him with the, uh, what would Brady do yesterday with the... Uh, oh, that could be with <laughs> Spending the, his bonus. <laughs> had to get a Bronco. That could have been Jonathan Davis. You're right. Uh, women have a hard time when a bachelor has a pool table. They want that out of the house. This doesn't work. This is a living room. Uh, or you have pictures of, like, Wrigley Field in your house. They, they immediately get rid of that stuff. You imagine having Ted Bundy's Volkswagen in your main room? Oh, man. That new girl that uh, you're asking to move in is going to have a problem with that. The dogs playing poker are staying. <laughs> right. <laughs> Put my foot down. That was a gift. <laughs> it's horrible, and it's going in your special room. A man. Case. Oh, isn't that fun? I'm giving you a room like a little boy. You're allowed to have a man case. Yeah, right. Well, we know. He, he can hear you. He's right there. <laughs> hey, it's not weird. Buddy. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.